the word go forth. Fool me once. Are you fired up? I'm not a crook. Are you ready to go? Shame on, shame on you. It's Abe Lincoln's Top Hat, hosted by Ben Kissel. Boom, we can't get fooled again. Plugged in. Yeah, I'm plugged in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, I wonder if Alex Jones counts sheeple before he falls asleep. (laughs) Sheeple. That was a little tweet that I sent Uh, out that got five or six likes. How long have you been sitting on that one? I tweeted it three days ago. (laughs) It's it's unsat upon. (laughs) Are we recording? We are. Welcome to the show, everyone. That's Marcus Parks. I'm Ben Kissel. I'll tell you, this is the best damn, uh, you know, political, comedic political podcast around. Yeah. Everybody else, they go left, they go right. We stay in the middle and we stay rational. And that's why a lot of people are really enjoying it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, of course, we talked about Ferguson with Michael Che on the last episode. Nothing really new has happened. There's a curfew from 12 to 5 a.m. 12, 12 a.m. to 5 a.m. So uh, if you want to do your riding, you got to wake up bright and early. <laughs> Treat it like deer hunting season. Spray yourself down with some spicy musk. And uh, and get on out there, start doing some looting. And, of course, the officers, uh, they'll be waiting because they are sociopaths <laughs> and militized and uh, militarized and, uh, and showing all the muscle they can possibly show, which uh, really uh, turns out to be quite a bit. Yeah. I was watching this movie, uh, Pumping Iron. Pumping iron. Pumping iron. That would be with, with, <laughs> with Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> and uh, and Lou Ferrigno. Lou Ferrigno won it twice. Yeah, and not a lot of people give him credit for that. <laughs> why not, would they? Why would they? He he was Mister <laughs> Universe twice. I was watching that goddamn uh, movie, and I'm thinking the man won Mister Universe twice, and everyone's just like, "Oh, the the, the guy that was painted green, he's Mister <laughs> Universe." Uh, the uh, the guy, the the green guy, he was like a little guy, then he was a green, big painted green guy. Yeah, Mister Universe twice. No respect for this guy. We're doomed. <laughs> totally doomed. We got nothing. Either way, uh, so the Ferguson cops, uh, they're out there. Anyway, why, why I brought up Pumping Iron, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, of course, former uh, good actor, current actor, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, former governor, uh, he was talking about how lifting weights made him feel like he was coming. So he was basically, his entire his entire day, he constantly felt like he was in, in, in an orgasmic state of bliss when he was working <laughs> out. And then, of course, when you work out and you have such a good body, chicks blow you till you come constantly. And because they're terrified. <laughs> terrified. So there's he got both angles. Oh, yeah. I've heard some stories about Arnold, Sw- Arnold Schwarzenegger being a little bit too grabby when he was in the governor's office. In the governor's office? Yeah. I heard, a story, I heard a story here and there from uh, Schwarzenegger being a little bit uh, massagey with some of the interns. Well, massage is different than grabby. Where I come from, massage is just fine. <laughs> and it's quite nice. I used to have a, a teacher in sixth grade. Her name was Mrs. Belts. And, uh, oh, she was a real sex bomb. As a matter of fact, uh, the gal from uh, Billy Madison, the kindergarten teacher in Billy Madison, yeah. the one who put uh, the glue over her eyes when all the kids went out uh, to the playground to play the uh, dodgeball the kids will play, uh, Mrs. Belts was pretty much exactly like her, and she used to massage all of us boys'sh, uh, all of us uh, boys, uh, uh, all of my friend's shoulders, uh, and it was sex ed class. So I'll tell you, that led to some bar- bizarre fetishes. Um, <laughs> but I always liked it, and I never reported her. And I thought she was a good lady and a good teacher, and I still love Mrs. Belts. Thank you so much for giving me a massage. So Arnold wasn't wrong for that. <laughs> what I am saying is, the cops in Ferguson right now—that's what they're feeling. They have that pumping iron-like testosterone oh, yeah. going through their veins. They think they're the, lo- the last line of defense to protect 
Ferguson, Missouri. Because you know Ferguson, Missouri, it's so vital to the national interest. Yes, if is. Ferguson falls, D.C. is next, <laughs> New York is third, and L.A. is in the ocean. I mean, it's madness. They're yeah. total lunatics, but that's what they're that's what they're going through right now. Um, but of course, so that, that's pretty much the uh, that's pretty much the only update. The, the yeah. curfew was put in place, and actually, I think it's it's fine. Yeah, I, I think you know, everything's nothing good be happens okay, after right? midnight, but really nothing good happens after midnight when your town is rioting all the time. Yeah, that's especially bad. But uh, some breaking news uh, politically: Rick Perry, our favorite governor. Man, Texas mm. just—they just bring us the best. Oh yeah, they brought me. They brought you. <laughs> the best thing that's ever come out of Texas, and the creator of a lot of comedic content. And of course, they brought W. Bush, and they brought Rick Perry. He's in—he's involved in a scan, a uh, big scandal. Mm. Uh, he's been indicted on two felonies. And Marcus, you know a little bit about this story of course uh you're from the home county of yeah. mr rick perry oh absolutely yeah this doesn't surprise me at all that rick perry's bullying a little bit he was known as a bully in high school no one really liked him all that much well the felony accounts that he's uh working off I don't know. I, I, you know what though i'm giving that to perry <laughs> we don't know the kids he went to high school with i do they might have need to be bullied a little bit. <laughs> they were all right. I mean, right. these are small-town okay. Texas kids. I they mean, were all right. All right. Uh, but this, uh, what he's, uh, the trouble he's into right now, uh, he's facing a couple of felony counts. Uh, one of them, I think the minimum on one of them is two years, and the minimum on the other is five. So you're and telling the maximum, me, I think, is 20 years on so one of them. So there is a chance, and I don't think it's actually going to happen because it never really does go as far. Uh, they never push it quite as far to, uh, you know, to an actual prison sentence. The man usually just resigns, and they're like, Okay. Yeah. Uh, hey, hands well, washed. I don't know, man. They fucking put Blagovich in jail. Go back to Haskell County. But yeah, Blagovich. Of course, Chicago has a large hist a long history of uh, corrupt politicians. And Blago, he could have taken a plea deal. He chose to fight. <laughs> if hair, if hair, uh, uh, if hair pieces could speak, he would have gotten off. I mean, that thing was brilliant. <laughs> it's a genius hairpiece that guy had. Loved it. By the way, speaking of hair pieces, we'll get back on topic with Rick Perry and Texas very soon. That show, ABC's A to Z, with Henry Zabrowski, <laughs> first of all, unbelievably amazing. Yeah. Henry is so damn good on that. Did you watch the pilot? I haven't had time yet. It's fantastic. And I'm not going to say that he is wearing a hairpiece. <laughs> I am just going to say his hair looked vibrant and slightly, it popped a little bit more than it does. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit more than it does in real life. Just slightly. Beautiful, though. Watch watch the pilot on ABC and watch the show, because I think it's going to be huge. Yeah. And without Henry, that show would not be watchable, because it's it's very love-heavy. it's very love heavy. Yeah. Uh, which is sweet and adorable, and everyone loves it, you know. uh, uh, especially in the female gender. But Henry makes the show watchable for men. Yeah. And, uh, man, that Blagovich hairpiece he's wearing, <laughs> it's beautiful. I can't wait to see it. Oh, it's, it's fantastic. <laughs> but can you imagine? So Rick Perry is facing two... To five years to 20 years in prison. Yeah, it's abuse of official capacity and coercion of a public official. Un yeah. So One, there is a... The what, co what? Abuse of official capacity, that's a possible prison term of five to 99 years. Five to 99, quite a range, yeah. by the way. And then the other one is two to 10. So there is... Can you imagine if Rick Perry had to go to prison? Seven years. How phenomenally... 
Fuck Orange is the New Black. <laughs> Orange is the New Black is now off the air because there's a new reality show called Perry in Prison. And Perry in Prison is going to be the most hilarious. So, uh, uh, excuse me, officer, I, I only got one milk. I did request two milks. Eh? Um, and, 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 and my meatloaf is a little cold, and I think that there is a cigarette butt in it. And next week on Perry Goes to Huntsville. Oh, my God. Huntsville, that's where the prison is. That's the, yeah, that's the big one. That's the absolute maximum security one. That's the shitty one. He wouldn't go there. It's just I don't so know. ironic because this was the guy. Rick Perry was the guy that I'm not sure if you got, uh, recall uh, two, three weeks ago. He wanted to send the National Guard down to the border so the National Guard could watch the immigrants coming over the border and do nothing because legally they can't arrest anyone. Yes. Um, all he wanted to do was put people in prison. And now the tables have turned. And I wonder if he has a little bit more of a liberal leaning towards this legal case. Yeah, he may not be too fond of minimum uh, sentencing laws right now. If you're in prison and you know that there's a possibility that the governor that sent you, the governor of the state that sent you to that hellhole of a prison because you stole a, stole, uh, stole a Snickers bar for the third time and got sentenced because of mandatory minimum, and you know he's coming uh, potentially to your prison. Man, at least somebody's having a good goddamn week. <laughs> the whole world's burning. ISIS is taking over Iraq. They just beheaded a bunch of people. Our drone strikes are doing a relatively effective job. Uh, and, of course, Israel and Palestine, you know, no no love lost there. Mm, Russia Ukraine. and Ukraine. There's uh, Russia sending convoys in the middle of the right. night over the border. They're destroying all those. It's We got Ferguson and, of course, all the Canadians coming over from, uh, from Canada into North Dakota. And no one's <laughs> talking about that. The real border state... I'm going to. I was thinking about this the other day. I was talking to my girlfriend Micah, and uh, we were discussing uh, border states. And I'll tell you, North Dakota doesn't get enough credit. They're the first line of defense when the Canadians come over. <laughs> the first line of defense. What about Minnesota, Maine. North Dakota's on the border. You mm-hmm. got to get. You got to go through North Dakota to get to Minnesota, my ah, friend. All right. They better. Right. They better start arming up. I mean, I'll tell you, the Canadians. They'll just be able to charm those North Dakotians. <laughs> oh, don't you say? Oh, don't you know? Yeah. Oh my. North Dakotans bright. They're fat, uh, and then when they wear orange, they're bright. Yeah, they're like the brightest yet. Um, so, yeah, so if you're in prison, and what, what was the uh, Hunts, Huntsville? Huntsville. He wouldn't go to Huntsville. But Where would he go? Uh, I don't know what minimum security prisons are in Texas, maybe right. Montford Unit in Lubbock. Uh, I'm not sure, but he definitely wouldn't go to a maximum security facility so, for, uh, you know, political charges. Right. Well, let's go into um, the, uh, the actual reasons for the allegations. There's a drunken driver. She was a former DA. Oh, she was the current DA. She was the current DA. And is still the DA. Still the DA. Okay, yeah. I, I apologize. Um, and what's her name? Her name is Rosemary Limburg. And Rosemary, as many Rosemary's enjoy, uh, as many Rosemary's, uh, they like the sauce. Yeah. Because your name is Rosemary and it sounds like a garnish. <laughs> so whenever, whenever you're drinking something, you always say, Alva, vodka soda. And I'm the splash of rosemary, <laughs> you know. And uh, so she was driving around in her car. As we've discussed previously, I used to love to do as a child, wasted off her ass. Yeah. To the p- cartoon, cartoonish how drunk she was. She was found with a full, with a large bottle of vodka, not full, completely empty. Yes. And uh, as she was being pulled over, um, 
There is nothing greater than watching people fall from power as they're being handcuffed by the police. They don't fully realize that they're fucked yet. Yeah. And then she just went through the rap. She just went through the checklist of like, do you know who I am? Do you know who my friends are? I will have you murdered. I will kill you all. She ended up with a spit bag on her head in prison or in the in the jail for the night. I mean, it was a truly- Yeah, they turned on the cameras because she was being so uncooperative. They don't keep those running all the time. But they, when- did, they made it seem like they turned on the cameras because they were trying to like show evidence of her insanity. They were like, oh, this is going to get on World's Dumbest. Yeah. This is for World Star, what is it? World Star Epic. Oh my! I feel like a ninety-year-old man sometimes. Yeah. What is the world? The world? What? The world? World star hip hop. <laughs> oh. So this woman, yes, she was arrested. She was the Travis County DA. Now Travis County is where Austin is, and so of mm. course, since she is the uh, the Austin DA, uh, she is a Democrat. Right. Uh, because Austin is a liberal stronghold in the middle of Texas. Would you describe her as a left-leaning Democrat or a center-left uh, Democrat? I would say center-left because right. there are no he, hard left. Right. You know, because uh, Ann Richards, the Democratic governor before George W. Bush. Well, we call her Maude from uh, Futurama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mom. Yeah, yeah, Ma- yeah, yeah, Mom, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she was, uh, she was mom. Uh, she was center-left. But she right. was, yeah, but center left is fucking wonderful. I much prefer center left. Like, right, that's, right, I right. think in Texas, that's the only left that's ever going to exist. Right. So, this woman is uh, the Democratic DA, and she's also in charge of the Texas version of internal affairs. Okay. And so, her people were investigating a. Um, Corruption charge against Rick Perry against Rick Perry something uh, through the Cancer Prevention Research Institute of Texas. The uh, Cancer Prevention Research Institute of Texas. Yeah, there was a lot of scandal. I don't remember exactly what the scandals are, but there were a lot of scandals involved in this institute. Uh, I mean, I and just feel like Texas doesn't need to be conquering cancer. Hey, I just feel like the fucking, institute was probably like lead throw some dirt on them. Hey, hey, <laughs> we do fucking great with science. We're very good with science. <laughs> well, of course, there were twenty-two Texans as a Matter of fact, on the original Malaysian plane, yeah, yeah. Uh, that went missing. Yeah, so it went yes. down. Yes. But yeah, throw Texas some over. dirt on it. It's, it's real funny, Ben. <laughs> well, I laughed, and I don't think our listeners laughed either. So I think they're on your side, Marcus. Uh, but I thought it was quite yeah. humorous. Throw so, some dirt on it. <laughs> so this woman uh, is heading this investigation uh, into uh, shit that go- that's been going on with Rick Perry's uh, entire organization, he sees an opportunity here with the DWI and the video evidence to get this Democrat, this constant thorn in in his side, out of there. So if he gets her out of there, then he can appoint whoever he wants to Okay, so let's hold it there. Uh, First of all, I think that that is that's a fine reason to get out of a, being a DA. Yeah. When you're busted for something that, oh, I, once again, you have put people in prison for doing, you are, by your laws that you, uh, that you, um, uh, that you uh, believe in so strongly that you will, you know, take human lives and, uh, and, uh, and, and, uh, and, and, and have the law put them in prison that, that you are, that you're supporting. As soon as you break that law, I think there should, you should almost get double the sentence. Yeah. You know, because you are, the hypocrisy there is phenomenal. And, you know, Anyone who's ever drunken and uh, driven, um, anyone who's ever gotten a DUI, you know for a fact that's like your fifteen hundredth time. It's not your it. first time, and no. I'll tell you, it's certainly not your first time when you got a full bottle of vodka in the. She was, she wasn't, <laughs> she was the definition 
of driving well drinking. Yeah. Not driving well intoxicated, not driving well drunk. She was driving with a bottle of vodka stuck to her hand, probably taped to it, like she was doing the 40 thing where you have to finish the 40 before you can pee and you have uh, duct tape all over your hands. Probably listen to some bizarre, um, let's just say, short-haired female music. (laughs) (laughs) And... uh, and, and slamming down suds the entire time. I mean, this is really, it, you couldn't be caught more red-handed than this. Yeah, they uh, took her breath, took a breathalyzer right. from her hours after she was arrested, and she blew a .239. And I feel like the fact that they took an hours afterwards, they gave her the benefit of the, they were like, okay, well, let's just sober up a little bit, so yeah. maybe it won't be quite as bad. Maybe you can get down to .08 where you got to be to legally drive. And she was, that's three times yeah. the legal limit. So when she got pulled over. I mean, she must have been at least four or five percentage more uh, points higher than that. It has to. It, she would have been almost, she would have been inching towards two point, uh, 0.25. And I'll tell you, driving well wealthy white woman isn't a thing. <laughs> you know, like driving well black is. But when yeah. you're driving well wealthy white woman, you got to do something to get pulled over. Cops don't look at you and be like, meal ticket. <laughs> Easy write up. They're going to believe whatever I tell them. That's why I pulled her over, officer, because uh, yeah, she had a bad bob. <laughs> a weave. A weave, a bad yeah. bob weave. Tagging like the line. Yeah. Uh, so this entire scandal erupts. You know, Rick Perry uh, decides that he's going to strong arm this woman out of the DA's office. I don't understand why you couldn't politically win this uh, immediately. She got busted, drinking and driving, mm-hmm. three times the legal limit. She's a DA. It seems pretty simple to get her out of office. Well, she does. There's no Rick, laws. Is Rick Perry really that stupid? <laughs> I, don't, I think we would have noticed that one by now if he just didn't know he could do it. Well, I mean, the the only uh, credit that anyone's ever given Rick Perry is that it, well, he must be a charmer. <laughs> How can't you charm this woman out of office? Because she had to fucking stand her ground because she was the la- one of the last bastions of you know a democratic uh, right. person in power in the entire state of Texas. Because remember, Rick Perry, he's been the governor of Texas since. The year 2000. He's been in there for 14 years. And and before that, lieutenant governor. So he's really been in there for, uh, what, 18? Yeah. Uh, And so he, every single appointment that has been made in the last 14 years has been made by him. So the entire government is full of Perry's creatures. So if this, and this is a huge fucking place. This is a a gigantic, this is the Democrats only leverage that a Democrat is the head of uh, this investigative unit uh, that investigates everything else. So if there's a Republican in that, and if it's one of Perry's people in that position, then Perry can get away with whatever the fuck he wants. Right. He could do anything. So really, this is a position where a Democrat, Democrat, uh, any opposite party should have control of this position. Exactly. This has nothing to do with like morality or anything like that, whether her, you know, position is sullied because of, uh, you know, her drunken driving arrest. It has, it's everything to do with politics. And I think she did the right thing by standing up, like by standing there and not stepping down. If Rick Perry, which he completely could have, could have just told him like, hey, you need to step down. I will replace you with a Democrat. Uh, or we will allow you to choose your own replacement. You know, you could do either one of those things. Then it would have been, you know, then she would have stepped down. But he said, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to put in whoever the fuck I want. Right. So 
away from how he tried to strong armor is the investigative unit that she was a part of. Uh, he said that he was going to veto $7.1 million in funding if she didn't step down. I see. Neither one of them blinked. She stayed in. He vetoed the funding. And that is where the charges come from, the coercion of a public official mm-hmm. uh, and the uh, misuse and the abuse of official capacity. And what was the funding going towards? The uh, investigative unit, the internal investigative so unit. So uh, this was just to fund her her uh, yeah, this her is, group of yeah, individuals. Yeah, this is to fund her uh, her entire um, department. Right, right. Public integrity unit. That's what it's called. Public integrity. I uh, this is this is uh, it, it. It does remind you of Bridgegate to some degree. Yeah. If you're a governor, I mean, it's a tough thing to resist. If you want somebody to resign and you do hold uh, the hand that feeds them, you're the hand that feeds them. I mean. It's a difficult urge to resist. Yeah. Like the idea of giving her money after you, she, you hate her. There's a reason uh, now that that is relatively valid to some people. I also think a good DUI story um, can galvanize a base yeah. and sort of make you feel like, I told you I was an everyman. I drink and drive <laughs> constantly as well. I mean, W did it. In Texas, it's <coughs> really not that big of a deal. Not that big of a deal. But if Rick Perry was smart, he would have found out what kind of vodka was she drinking. If she was drinking Barton's or if she was drinking Tito's, mm-hmm. she's one of the people. Yeah. But you know what she was drinking? Perhaps... Grey Goose, oh. elitist. She's an elitist, <laughs> or even worse, maybe uh, what would uh, P Diddy's vodka? Oh, I, I don't even remember what that's called. I mean, it can't be called P. Uh, <laughs> P vodka. No one's buying it. Uh, what is the P Diddy vodka? Uh, that would be Ciroc. 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 Yeah. You imagine if she was drinking Ciroc, she's out of office immediately. Oh, yeah. No, no, she's no. gone. I bet, I bet she's drinking Tito's. That's what my dad drinks. That's what everyone in Texas drinks. That's what everyone drinks. Yeah. So there wasn't enough public backlash because drinking no. and driving, especially in these rural areas, keep in mind, everybody has cars. It's not like New York or it's not like a lot of major metropolitan cities where you can walk some uh, walk someplace and go to your bar and walk back or take a car service or whatnot. So I would say on average, two days a week, everyone in the Midwest, the South, uh, most of the country, somebody driving drunk. Yeah. You're, you're driving drunk two days a week if you live in any other place other than New York. Yeah. It's not or something that maybe it, maybe like down or in a downtown location. Yeah, nobody wants to admit it. No one wants. Everyone to say, does. Uh, everyone does it. I mean, there's it, a reason they have roadblocks set up because they know it's a cash cow. Yeah, you know, other than that, otherwise they would just be like, oh, no one's no one's up to it. Yeah. That's fine. And for the most part, drinking and driving, and people who drink and drive, they get home just fine. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe she would have gotten home just fine. And maybe it would have just been like one of that. Uh, what was that? Um, what's that one group there that sang that song with the uh, drinking and driving? Um, I, I woke up there, and my cars in the my my cars in the uh, front lawn. The cars in the front lawn. <laughs> you know that song, Marcus? <laughs> no, I don't. Come know. on, the car- Jimmy Eat World. No, uh, not Jimmy Eat World. The uh, brand new. No, it's a bad song. It's yeah. an old one from the nineties. Chumbawamba. <laughs> uh, not Chumbawamba. Uh, they got knocked down, but they got back <laughs> up again. Not Chumbawamba. And I'm, I'm, I'm sleeping with my clothes on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was down in the front yard last night. Lit. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Anyone who complains about how bad current music is, remember your childhood. Yeah, yeah. Remember Eve 6. 
Eve 6 was great. Or <laughs> in the blender. It was the same fucking song. Fast out in the front yard. And then it's like, hard in a blender. Was it get around to a beautiful oblivion? Well, it's maybe the- you did not love Joanna <laughs> the way that I love Joanna because that Eve 6 song really touched my heart. And I felt like my heart might have been in a blender or uh-huh. a waffle machine. <laughs> See, mine was mine was Bush because of I uh, loved Michelle and Michelle loved Bush and she was glycerine. And I loved glycerine, and she was the machine head. Yeah. (laughs) Michelle, yeah, she loved Bush, and I loved Bush, and she was glycerine. And then she was, yeah, it sounds disgusting. (laughs) Yeah, it sounds pretty goddamn gross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now he's in trouble here, trying to get this gal out of office, not giving them $7 million plus in funding. Um, I mean, he lost. He absolutely lost. You know this whole this entire thing. He. Uh, he I mean fucking, the indictment. The indictment's there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He lost. She's still in office. He lost. It's done. It's unbelievable. Now, he's gonna he go to. Do- I mean, I guess he could take a plea bargain, but I, mean, well, I, don't, I, mean, I don't know what the plea is gonna be. What does he get? What does he get a plea for this? Cut fucking community service. Why can't he just be like she was drunk? <laughs> she was drunk and driving. <laughs> do you think it's because he's gotten a little bit more name uh, recognition as of late? No, he's sort I, of back in the spotlight. You mm. know, with the 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 immigration, everyone saw it as a humanitarian. Oh, well, anyone with a soul and a rational brain saw it as a humanitarian crisis, and he saw it as a great crisis to. Uh, he want the Fergus. He looks at the Ferguson cops, and he's just like, oh, God damn it, damn, why can't I just have this? I just want the Ferguson cops to go down the border there and just kill them all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just insane. Yeah, that it is. that really was his ideal. Yeah. If, if people complain about Ferguson, but uh, if if Rick Perry's idea of what he wanted to do for the border actually happened, it would have looked exactly like that. Yeah. And it would have been worse. Yes, it would have been extreme. It was oh man. It would have been worse. Um, so I have no sympathy for Rick Perry. I'm very excited that he's going to be out of office, and I yeah. think it should open uh, open up the. Uh, I mean, Texas needs a new leader. Texas yeah. needs to. Texas is a great state. Yeah. We have a new flag in the office, and it's a beautiful American flag. Yes. And uh, and Marcus said, "What do you think about the American flag?" And I said, "Well, it's always the best one." Yes. And it and it is. And Texas is one of those stars. And the Texas flag, dare I say. Third or fourth best flag. <laughs> hey, I'm. I mean, myself. I'm putting it at second. But I'd, I'd give you a second. Yeah. I mean, the Wisconsin flag is just a dude vomiting off of a dorm room <laughs> um, because there's so many universities in Wisconsin because we love education. Yes, as uh, as you can tell. So, um, so is there any sign that uh, Perry will be stepping down, or is he going to no. fight this out? He is going to fight this until it's over. And, and done he's with. up in 2014, right? Uh, yeah, he's up real soon. I, so he pretty much. There's a chance that he doesn't have to step down. He can just kind of work uh, work through here. Yeah. Or he pulls what this gal did and just uh, just stays there and tries to run for re-election on a sympathy vote. Well, he's not seeking re-election at all. Oh, he's not. No, no, no. He's, he's made a, that clear. He's de- Yeah, he's made it completely clear he's not running for re-election. It's president or nothing for him. Well, it's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> if it's president or nothing for Rick Perry, it is nothing. Um, all right, everyone. Thanks for listening. That's the update on Rick Perry. Uh, man, it's it's sad to see a good comedic uh, uh, punch and bag go. He's not going to go. He's still going to be around. Trust well, he's me. just going to be a Sarah Palin type. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll be great. Which, if you haven't seen the video of Sarah Palin drunk. Uh, she loses a fight to Elizabeth Warren that Elizabeth Warren wasn't involved with, nor did she pick. Uh, Elizabeth Warren, it was the easiest battle I've ever seen. Uh, all right, everyone. That's Marcus Parks on Twitter. I'm Ben Kiss. 
You want to play the yeah yeah let's play. So Elizabeth Warren is talking about uh, and, and rightfully actually I don't like Elizabeth Warren in a lot of things, but I do believe uh, fast food workers need to get their minimum wage bumped up. Yeah, like we discussed, Jeffrey Dahmer was working at Ambrosia Chocolate Factory and he was making the equivalent of nineteen dollars an hour. If a serial killer can make nineteen dollars an hour. At the very least, a McDonald's employee should be able to make a 10 or 11 or 12. So we're going to go out on this. This is uh, Sarah Palin on SarahPalinChannel.com, her new uh, TV uh, network. Her, it's a is web, it? It's not I a hate these. SarahPalinNetworkTV.com. Yeah. What is it? Yeah, it's just a YouTube channel that's not on YouTube. Right. That's all it is. Uh, so she played a, a clip of Elizabeth Warren talking about fast food workers, and then she uh, recorded her own response and remembered that she had weeks to prepare for this. Uh, she had multiple takes. This was not done live. She was drunk. She was drunk, and this is what she decided to go with. The, uh, the, video, the visual is wonderful, but you can hear it in the audio. Just listen up. We believe that fast food workers deserve a livable wage, and that means when they take to the picket line, we are proud to fight alongside them. We believe... Wait, I thought fast food joints? Don't you guys think that they're, like, of the devil or something? That's what... Liberals, you want to send those evil employees who would dare work at a fast food joint that you just don't believe in. Thought you wanted to, I don't know, send them to purgatory or something. So they all go vegan and uh, wages and picket lines. I don't know. They're not often discussed in purgatory, are they? I don't know. Why are you even worried about fast food wages? <laughs> and uh, and don't, don't miss uh, the new hit reality show coming out on Sarah Palin's TV.com network. Perry in prison. <laughs> it's going to be big. Episode seven is a no miss because he gets sodomized. <laughs> All right, everyone. We'll talk to you soon.